Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa salatu wa salam ala abdillahi wa rasulih Nabiina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in So, mashallah, we have quite a few more people in our class than we had last week and that means there's two things that I have to do The first thing I have to do is I have to tell everyone who's watching the live stream at home that I think we found a solution for you to participate in the class. So I don't know if you guys have been following this, but we had a problem. The problem was that when you broadcast a class on YouTube for kids, that class doesn't allow you, it doesn't allow you to have comments. Nobody can share, nobody can answer questions at home. So what we decided to do instead is we decided that we are gonna have a Telegram group and there's an official Telegram group, if you put it on the screen, is it on the screen? So any one of the parents who has Telegram, they can join it and inshallah there will be a discussion group for each class so you'll be able to ask questions and you'll be able to answer questions on that. It's just a trial, we tried out this week, but if any of the parents who are watching at home for their kids, they want to get their kids involved in the class, you just need to go to this Telegram group and inshallah there'll be a way for you to join and to discuss and to share your answers with us as well. Okay, my second announcement, I said two, I've got three, sorry. My second announcement is to apologize for the girls today, to the girls today, not for the girls today, to the girls today. And that is because today on the girls side, we don't have the usual audio link that I have usually. Normally, the girls can hear me and I can hear their answers. But today we don't have that set up today. Uh, so today for the girls they've got two choices They can just shout their answers out and mark themselves as correct or wrong Or if there's someone who has uh, If they're in touch with anyone on the girl's side and they can You know dads or brothers or whatever and they can shout their answers out for them Then we can do that but today we don't have a link for the girl's side That's my fault I apologize for that Okay my third thing I have to do today is because we have so many people new here today because we have so many people here who are new I don't know, Mohammed, do you have a link for the, anyone on the girls side? I mean, anything? Anyone can message you or anything? No? Okay, no problem, inshallah No problem uh, My third thing is because there's so many of you who are new here today I have to do a recap I have to spend my first 10 minutes, 15 minutes to find out where we are because otherwise I'm going to start talking about something nobody has any idea what I'm talking about. And that's not normally the case, right? Okay. Alright, inshallah. So, who can tell me what have we been talking about, what's been our topic that we've been covering for the last... few weeks. I was going to say four weeks, but it's been more than four weeks, I think. Ooh, we've got two people know. Anyone else know? Do you know what we've been talking about? No. Okay, I'll let you. If you do, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to pick on you. If you don't put your hand up, I'm not going to ask you. All right, Mohammed, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about? The Sahaba. Correct, I didn't understand what you said there You are absolutely correct We have been talking about the Sahaba Alright, first question 
recap who is a sahabi when we say sahaba sahabi who are they who who are those people yes have Ah, uh, very good. We were talking about ten, but there's more than ten. Actually, how many made Hajj with the Prophet ﷺ? We said at the end of his life, a hundred thousand of them there was who made Hajj together. So there's more than ten. But you're right. There was ten special ones we've been talking about. Out of all of those hundred thousand, we've been talking about ten very special ones. Who are they? Mm. Okay, very good. You tell me. Who do you know? Who's one of them? Okay, Muhammad is our prophet, right? Right? Around him, what do we call the people who were living around him and with him, his friends? What do we call them? Go on, Yusuf. Companions. And the word for a companion in Arabic is Sahabi. So we're talking about people who met the Prophet. I know the girls are shouting out the answers right now, inshallah. But. We don't have a link for them today. So, someone who met the Prophet ﷺ, does anyone remember what we said about the Sahabi? They met the Prophet ﷺ, there has to be some rules, some things have to be there. They met him, adults are banned from answers completely. They have to be a Muslim when they met him, and someone else apart from Yusuf. So, okay, are you guys with me? Are you all following me? Someone who met the Prophet ﷺ during his life, when he met him, he was a Muslim. And what else? 50-50? Not sure? Yes, Zach. That's a good example. Abu Bakr is an excellent example. So Abu Bakr met the Prophet ﷺ, right? During his life, right? He didn't meet him in a dream. He met him in his lifetime, yeah? And when he met him, he was a Muslim, yeah? And Abu Bakr, when he died, what religion was he? A Muslim, that's it. So, somebody who met the Prophet ﷺ during his lifetime. So if you went to the grave of the Prophet ﷺ now, are you a Sahabi? No. But you met him. You went to his grave. You went next to his grave. Why are you not a Sahabi? Because it wasn't, he wasn't alive at the time. You, you have to meet him when he is alive. And when you met him, you were Muslim. And when you died, you died a Muslim. Those people, we call them Sahaba. That's what we call all of them, companions. And one of them we call Sahabi. Okay, as Zach rightly mentioned, the best of all of the Sahaba, the best of all of the Sahaba, the best out of all of them was Zach? Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr and he was the first story we talked about him. He was the best one out of all of them. Which means that, who, by the way, who were the best people Allah created? General question, I didn't answer it in class. Who were the best people that Allah created? Yes, Mubin. I'm doing good with names today, right? I'm doing alright, alhamdulillah. Yes, Mubin. The prophets, perfect answer. The best people Allah created were the prophets. Alayhimus salatu wassalam. 
all the prophets. And who is the best prophet, by the way? Well, why everybody knows the answer? It's not a hard question. Behind Anas. Tell me your name first. Muhammad. That's the answer. <laughs> Go and ask Muhammad, what's the answer? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Muhammad rightly said, the right answer is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was the best. Okay, who were the best five prophets then? Now I don't want one name, I want five. Can I have five people put their hand up? The girls, you better be testing yourselves. You better not be sitting there sharing sweets or something. Yani, you better be testing yourselves. Five, the five best prophets. The best of them was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who were the other four? Give me one only. I'm going to ask you one only. Uh, okay, go on. Not Prophet Adam. He was, a, he was an amazing prophet, but he's not one of the five. He's not a prophet. He's a companion, remember? Sahabi. Don't mix them. Yeah. No, not Prophet Yusuf. Good try. Ooh, now we're down to the three. Go on, Muhammad, you haven't asked you. Prophet Isa. Okay, he's one of the four. So now we had Prophet Muhammad and we had Prophet Isa. Salam. Isa, what do they call him in English? What do they give him as the English name? Jesus, yeah? Just so we all know. Actually, we don't use his English name. We use his proper name, Isa. But I'm just using it in case anybody doesn't know who, what the name Isa is. Okay, then who do we have, Mubin? Uh, Noah. Nuh, very good. Prophet Nuh. Prophet Nuh. And in English, they call him Noah. Noah. But his name is Nuh, not Noah. Okay. Then we have, so hold on, we've got two out of four, right? We've got Isa, we've got Nuh. Go on, Anas. Prophet Ibrahim. Prophet Ibrahim. Abu Muhammad, you can come and take it, inshallah. Prophet Ibrahim. What do we call Prophet Ibrahim in English? What's his English name? Abraham, okay, Abraham, Ibrahim, Ibrahim, okay, so we have uh, three out of four, who's missing? So you got, in order, you got Nuh, you got Ibrahim, then you missed one out, then you got Isa, who was missing? Ooh, who have I not asked for a long time? Go on. Very good, excellent. You, you told me his story. You told me his life story, mashallah. It was Prophet, go on, Prophet Musa. Musa, and in, Eng in English, what do they call Prophet Musa? Moses, yeah. Prophet Musa, alayhi salam. So the five best in order of date, in order of date. The earliest one was Nuh. Then came Prophet Ibrahim. Then came Prophet Musa, then came Prophet Isa, then came the best of all, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Okay, very good. Up until now, very, very good. The best of the people after the Prophets. So all the Prophets now, we said, the best is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then the rest of the, the other four that we mentioned, then the rest of the Prophets and the Messengers, 
And then, who comes the best out of everyone after that? Oh, okay, go on. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum. That's a very loud car or motorbike or something outside. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And the best of the Sahaba was... Zach. Same answer you gave me last time. Zach, where are you? Zach. The best of the Sahaba was... Abu... Abu Bakr, alhamdulillah. You just keep the answer in your mind. Every time I want it, I'm going to say Zach. You just say to me Abu Bakr, okay? Abu Bakr. So far, did we get anyone join the discussion group? Okay, when they give an answer, you have to shout it out, please. Okay? Because if they don't give the answer and shout it out. Okay, we, don't worry. I'm going to give them time to give answers now. Now I, now I know that they're not, like, there's actually people there. I'm going to give them time to, I'm going to give them proper time to give answers, inshallah. Okay. After Abu Bakr, no one shout out. No one shout out. After Abu Bakr, who was the best of the companions after Abu Bakr? We've got four, five hands up in the boy's side. Are you posting the question as well? Are you writing the question as well on the discussion group? Did we get answer? Okay. They said Umar. Were they right? Were they right? Yeah, they were right. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu an. And after Umar, I'm going to answer this. Don't worry, I'm going to answer. Me, 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 I know. <laughs> okay. Was Uthman radiyallahu an. And Uthman's was the last story that we did last week. Now, after Uthman comes the next best of all of the companions and I can see three people with their hands up which I don't know why they've got their hands up because I didn't ask a question are you just guessing what I'm going to ask? okay what am I going to ask? Um, who's, who's the next one? and what's the answer? Um, Ali. Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu an okay so let's first of all start with a simple question what was Ali's name? Maybe I'm asking you a trick question. Do you think I'm asking you a trick question? I like asking trick questions. What was Ali's name? I'm going to give just two We're just going to give 10 seconds for the group to catch up. Hmm. Five, four, three. Okay, what are they? Are they thinking about it? Okay, they're thinking about it. Anas. Anas says his name was Ali. You're correct. Of course, his name was Ali. But I asked a slightly trick question, which indicates that maybe that wasn't the name he was born with. Ali bin Abi Talib. It's correct, but that wasn't the name he was born with. Muhammad, do you know? See, I'll tell you something. When Ali ibn Abi Talib was born, his father, who was who? His father was? Abu Talib, very good. His father was Abu Talib. His father, Abu Talib, wasn't there when he was born. And because his father wasn't there, 
his mom gave him his name. And when his dad came back, he didn't like that name. So he decided he was going to change it to Ali. Anyone know what the name he was given? Even you give me the meaning of it, if you want, if you don't know the name. It's a difficult question. I'm just asking you to see how much you know if you've picked anything up. Do you know, Muhammad? No, we're coming to that. We're coming to the dirt. Hold that thought, okay? Store it, save it, come back to it. No, it wasn't. His dad. Some people are called like that. Some people do get called with the same name as their dad. No, no. No, no, he wasn't given a name. It wasn't a shirki name. It wasn't like a name of like worshipping anything else besides Allah. Okay. What do you think? Very good. It was Haydara. He was given the name of a lion. He was given the name of a lion. And his name... Like that, the meaning of that name, it's one of the names of the lion in Arabic. But when his dad came back, Abu Talib, he didn't like the name. So he changed his name to Ali. Okay, now, usually when people get a nickname in Arabic, usually when people get a nickname in Arabic, they usually get the nickname of their first child. Agreed? Yes? No? Maybe so? Possibly? So for example, you, let's say for example, my oldest child, his name is Abdurrahman. So my nickname will be Abu Abdurrahman. Okay? That's usually how it works. Okay? If it's a girl, then it's Um, like that. So now the question is, Ali's child, first child, and the name that he was known by was Abu Al-Hasan. Because his first child was Al-Hasan. But he had another name. And Muhammad mentioned it to me a minute ago. What was his other name? The one who was covered by dust. He called him, the Prophet ﷺ called him Abu Turab. He gave him a nickname of the one that was covered in dust. And the reason he gave him that nickname, and I know we're getting ahead in the story a little bit, but he gave him that nickname because one day he had an argument with his wife. We'll come to his wife in a minute, radiallahu anha. And he left the house. And when the Prophet sent someone looking for him, he found him sleeping in the masjid. And then when he came to him, the Prophet came to him, Ali was covered in dust. And he brushed the dust from him and he said, Get up, O Abba Turab. O father of yani, O, the one who is covered in Abu Turab, the one who is covered in dust. And some of the narrations mentioned that only the Prophet used to call him that name. That nobody else used to call him that name except the Prophet. Everyone else used to call him Abu Hassan. But the Prophet used to call him Abu Turab. Because when he found him that day sleeping in the masjid, he was covered. He was covered in dust. Okay. All of the other biographies so far, we always asked you to guess. How much older or younger the person was than the Prophet So I'm going to ask you the easiest question I'm going to ask you for the rest of the day. I'm not going to ask you a question easier than this. Was Ali ibn Abi Talib older or younger than the Prophet If you think he was older, put up your hand. If you think Ali was older, 
using Ali bin Abi Talib was older than the Prophet That's good. If you think he was younger, is there a reason why you put your hand up for both? <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Okay, he was younger. How much younger? Okay, let's start at, let's start at two years younger. Who was two years younger, by the way? Abu Bakr, right? Give or take, it says a year. Okay, I think in the class we said two. If I'm not mistaken, we said two. Did we say two for Abu Bakr or we said a year or less than two years? Okay. Abu Bakr, so let's just say two. Two years, anyone think Ali was the same age as Abu Bakr? Go in twos. Oh, you want to do a poll? Okay, so do uh, two, four, eight, or ten? I don't know. Something like that. Let's try it. Okay, four years. Do you think he was four years younger than the Prophet Sallallahu Okay, nobody thinks so? Six years? Maybe one person? Eight years? Ten years younger than the Prophet What about more than that? Okay, nearly everybody here thinks, I think I did your poll wrong because I wasn't concentrating. Uh, the answer is more than that. Okay. Ali was very young. The reason we know he was young is that Ali radiallahu was the first young boy to become Muslim. Do you remember that? We said that in the story. We said it in the story of Abu Bakr that Ali was the first young boy, the first young boy to become Muslim. And in fact, Ali, roughly speaking, was around about... He was born around about 10 years before the Prophet ﷺ began his prophethood. How old was the Prophet ﷺ when he began to teach people about Islam and preach? How old was he? Roughly speaking. How old was he, do you think? 40. Let's say 40. Let's make it easy. He was 40. Ali was born 10 years before that. So what was the difference in age between them? 30 years, roughly speaking. That right, Abu Muhammad? Am I right on that? Inshallah, okay. Around about 30 years. So that means that Ali was a very young boy. When the Prophet first preached Islam, Ali was around 10 years old. And he became Muslim at that age. Any of you here, 10? Anyone here, 10? Can you imagine at your age, you make a decision that I'm going to become, I'm going to, you know that, that you, hear, you heard about the religion of Islam and you decided you were going to become a Muslim, like that. So Ali became Muslim at the age of around about 10 years old. And he was the first boy to become Muslim. Some of the scholars said he was the first person to become Muslim. And we spoke about that, we spoke about Khadija, we spoke about Ali, we spoke about Abu Bakr. And we said that the first man to become Muslim was Abu Bakr. And the first boy to become Muslim was Ali. And the first lady to become Muslim was Khadija radiallahu anhum. Okay. 
We also talked about people's family. And we talked about how close each person is to the Prophet So who is closest? Abu Bakr, I mean by family, by family, not by friendship or by, by family. Who was the closest relative of the Prophet Was it Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali? Who was the, who was the closest relative? Mubin, what do you think? Ali radiallahu And that's because what relation now, I'm going to ask this question for the telegram group. How is Ali related to the Prophet We let them come back. Ali ibn Abi Talib. So Ali's father is Abu Talib. And Abu Talib is the Prophet's uncle. So Ali is the Prophet's cousin, sallallahu anhu. He's the Prophet's cousin. Because he's his uncle's son. And your uncle's son is your cousin. So he's the Prophet, cousin. So he's from which tribe then? What was the Prophet's tribe called? That small tribe the Prophet was a part of. Not Quraysh, the big tribe, the small that the small group that the Prophet was from. What were they called? Muhammad. Banu Hashim. So Ali radiallahu an was also from Banu Hashim. Was also from Banu Hashim. So that means the Prophet's grandfather, what was his name? What was the name of the Prophet's grandfather? Do, do you know Daba? I want someone different. Yes, Nuan, you know? So his father's name was Abdullah. Oh. Go on. Abdul Muttalib, very good. Abdul Muttalib. So what was Ali's grandfather's name? Okay, don't it's not complicated. They're cousins. They're cousins. No, no, his father was Abu Talib and his grandfather was also Abdul Muttalib. So they had the same, the same grandfather, right? He and the Prophet ﷺ had the same grandfather. The Prophet's father's name was Abdullah and Ali's father's name was Abu Talib and their father was Abdul Muttalib. And he's the grandfather, the Prophet ﷺ. Did Abu Talib, that's Ali's father, did he die as a Muslim? Because we said for Uthman, his mom died as a Uthman's mom died as a Muslim, right? What about Abu Talib Yusuf? No, no. Abu Talib, he didn't die as a Muslim. He came very close to Islam, and this I want to talk to you about because I think this is important. Just give me one minute. I think this is a really important lesson, a really important lesson. Abu Talib used to love Islam, right? You with me? Used to love Islam. He used to praise Islam in his poetry. He used to defend Islam. And he used to help the Prophet ﷺ. And if the Prophet ﷺ was in danger, Abu Talib used to try to defend him and help him. 
Why then do you think he didn't become Muslim? Go on, what do you think? Like he, he died just before he was trying to become Muslim. No, it's a very good answer, but that's not quite, not quite the reason. But it's a very, very good, a good, very good try. No, it wasn't that he died just before he became Muslim. What have we got on Telegram? What do they think? Oh, very good. So that was the right answer. That he was embarrassed of what people would think about him if he did something different to what his father did. And a lot of people, do you think a lot of people are like that, right? A lot of people maybe, they want to do the right thing, but they don't do the right thing. Why? They don't do the right thing because they're scared of what other people will think. So when Abu Talib was about to die, the Prophet ﷺ came to him. That's Ali's dad. The Prophet ﷺ came to him. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said to him, Ya Am, my uncle, say la ilaha illallah. And I will argue your case in front of Allah. And next to him, there were two people from Quraysh. And they said to Abu Talib, are you going to leave the religion of Abdul Muttalib? Are you going to leave your father's religion? Are you going to go a different way? Are you going to let all the people say, are the people going to say about you that you left? How do people think? Abu Talib is going to die. Nobody's going to, he's not going to mind what people say about him afterwards. But because of what his reputation and what he was worried about, in the end of his life he said, Abdul Muttalib. I am going to die on the religion of Abdul Muttalib. And what was the religion of Abdul Muttalib? Was it Islam? No. no. So he chose to die on the religion of the idol worshippers and he didn't die. He didn't die as a Muslim. But Ali was totally different, radiallahu anhu. He straight away, even as a young boy, he made the decision that he wanted to. He wanted to become a Muslim and he accepted Islam at a very early age. Where was Ali radiallahu anhu, where was he brought up? How was he brought up? Who was around him? Who are the people around him? Okay, Muhammad, what do you think? He was brought up around the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Very good. He was brought up, good, around the Prophet ﷺ. In the best family out of all of the families of out of all of the families of Quraysh. Out of all of the families of Quraysh. So because he was brought up in such a good household, what do you think that Ali was known for? Let's talk about his personality. What kind of things was, were, were, was he known for? What was he known for? Let's have a think. Also on the Telegram group, they can start thinking about it as well. What do you think? 
truthfulness for sure because somebody who's brought up with the Prophet he's going to learn to be truthful because the Prophet was always truthful. Very good. To be kind. Okay, good. Brave. Ali ibn Abi Talib was known for being very, very brave. He was known for being very brave. What else do you think he was known for? Forgiveness. Okay, I like that. Good. For being one of the best of the Prophet ﷺ's companions. What else do you think Ali was known for? For helping people. Okay. He was known for being very brave. He was known for being very, very brave. And he took part, and we're going to hear that he took part in a lot of different battles, in a lot of different battles, and he defended the Prophet ﷺ very bravely. He was very brave. Who is Ali famous that he got married to? Who was he famous he got married to? Everybody should know the answer to this question. Did we have any more characteristics about Ali on the... Telegram group, any more people got any suggestions? Sorry? Trustworthiness. This is the one I was waiting for. Trustworthiness. He was known for being trustworthy. The Prophet ﷺ gave him the banner. You know the banner that the people fought underneath. You know in the army, I don't know if you guys know, when the armies used to go out, they used to carry like a big banner, like flags. Yeah? And all the fighting would take place there. The Prophet ﷺ said, I'm going to give the banner tomorrow to someone who Allah and His Messenger love him and he loves Allah. He loves Allah and His Messenger and Allah and His Messenger love him. And that was Ali bin Abi Talib. So he was very trustworthy. And the Prophet ﷺ left him in charge of Medina in some situations. He left him responsible and he left him in charge of all of the Muslims in Medina. So he was very trustworthy and very responsible and very brave. Who did he marry? Okay, two people are putting their hands up. Three people. It's a very easy question, this one. Telegram group got an answer. Go on, in the back. Yeah, no one else got their hands up except you. Go on. I don't know your name. Sorry, tell me your name. What's your name? Abdus Salam. Okay, Fatima. Very good. Abdus Salam, completely correct answer. He married Fatima. And who is Fatima? The daughter of the Prophet. So that makes Ali the Prophet's son in law. Who else was the Prophet's son in law that we've heard about his biography recently? We just did it last week. No, 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 I forgot his name. Don't put your hand if you forgot his name. Go, go on. Uthman. Uthman. Uthman married Ruqayya. And when Ruqayya died, radiallahu anha, he married Umm Kulthum, radiallahu anha. Ali, he married Fatima. There's something special about Fatima. There's a lot of things that are special about Fatima, radiallahu anha. But out of all of the children of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there are some things about Fatima that are special. One of them is that they said that out of all of the children of the Prophet 
Fatima was the most like him. She, she was the most like him. The way she behaved and the way she walked and the way she spoke, she was, they used to remind you of the, of the Prophet The way she, her mannerisms and the way she was, used to remind. But there's something special about how long she lived for. Who can tell me? Not just year, not in years or anything like that. Yes, Anas, what do you think? When the Prophet ﷺ died, so just a short time after the Prophet ﷺ, so she outlived the Prophet ﷺ. She lived longer than the Prophet ﷺ. She lived longer, but just only a little bit longer than the Prophet ﷺ. Okay, very good. And what else was special about Fatima? What about we said that Ruqayya she had a, a baby, right? And the baby died, right? The boy the, the boy died, Abdullah. He died. What about Fatima and her children? Who knows anything about the children of Ali and Fatima? Muhammad knows, good. Anyone else know? I'm sure the girls are saying, we know, but you didn't put the audio link so we can't hear what you're saying. Go on, Muhammad. Go on. Who, who are the children? The children of Fatima. Who are they? Al Hassan and Al Hussein, radiyallahu anhuma. Okay, mashallah. Very good. Very, very good. Al Zainab and Um Kulthum. Al Hassan and Al Hussein, radiyallahu anhuma. Those two boys, did the Prophet ﷺ have, or out of the Prophet's grandchildren, out of the Prophet's grandchildren, who passed away, many of them passed away, but the two that were the two boys who were the, the leaders of the young people in Jannah, Al Hassan. And Al Hussein, radiyallahu anhuma. So those two, the, those two boys that were the grandchildren of the Prophet that went on to live for a long time, Al Hassan and Al Hussein, those two, they were the children of Ali and Fatima. They were the children of Ali and Fatima. The Prophet didn't have any any male children, any boys, right? Or did he have boys? Children who were boys, his children. What do you think? <coughs> ah, they all died. Very good. So he had, but they died. Go on. He did. Zayd ibn Haritha, very good. 
Very good. So here the Prophet ﷺ adopted or took care of Zayd ibn Haritha radiallahu But the Prophet ﷺ didn't have any boys who lived. Yani they, they all passed away. They all passed away. They all passed away. The lineage of the Prophet ﷺ that continued in that way, and it was through any Ali ibn Abi Talib and through uh, Fatima radiallahu anha, radiallahu anha. And that was like, the, as we said, Al-Hasan and Al-Hussein uh, from among the boys. Okay. I don't want to do too much more and I know because I don't want the class to be too long So we're going to have to do a, We're definitely going to have to do a part two Because we haven't really started yet But there was too many new people in the class today So I wanted to just take it slowly And just recap Okay i just talk briefly About What Ali ibn Abi Talib Two things I want to talk about how his life was in Mecca with the Prophet ﷺ and what he learned from the Prophet ﷺ in Mecca. And then we talk about his migration to Medina. Okay, so those two things we talk about. So Ali radiallahu he learned a lot from the Prophet. ﷺ. And one of the things that he learned from the Prophet ﷺ that you see later on in his life is how to call people to Islam. Because he was with the Prophet ﷺ. He used to be with him when the Prophet ﷺ used to tell the people about Islam in Mecca. So in Mecca, what was the main job of the Prophet ﷺ in Mecca? What was mostly, what was he doing in Mecca? Praying. Very good, praying. He, he was praying, definitely he was praying. All of the Prophets used to pray. But what, it wasn't the main focus in Mecca because the prayer didn't start until the end of the time in Mecca. It was very late in the time when the Muslims used to pray five times a day. The Prophet used to pray, but it wasn't like, like we pray now. It wasn't like that in the early days in Mecca. What was, it, what was more about the message about at that time? I think I haven't asked Anas for a while. Teaching people about preaching Islam to people, right? Teaching people about what? What was Islam all about? What is Islam all about? That's a question for you. If I ask you, what's Islam all about? Zach, what do you think? What's Islam all about? Prayer. About? Prayer. I can't, just take that off for one second so I can hear. Prayer. Praying. Okay, we talked about praying totally, but before praying. So if today I go to a temple, and I pray to one of the statues, is that Islam? No, right? So it's not just about praying. Believing in Allah, okay. If I believe in Allah, but I don't pray, is that okay? No. So you both gave me half the answer. You gave me half the answer, and you gave me half the answer, but we have to combine your answers together. So one said praying, and one said believing. But really, we need a better, let's see. Go on, Muhammad. Worshipping Allah alone Worshipping Allah So making it that Whenever you pray Or whenever you make dua Or whenever you sacrifice You only do it for Allah Right? Everything you do Just for Allah alone Just for Allah alone Okay 
That was the message that the Prophet ﷺ was giving to his people. Because what did they used to worship? Did they used to worship Allah alone? Oh, a lot of people put their hand up. I want to see someone have asked. What did they used to worship? Some of them worshipped idols, very good. Some of them worshipped idols, some of them worshipped prophets, some of them worshipped angels, some of them worshipped the sun, some of them worshipped the stars. The Prophet ﷺ called them to worship Allah alone. And that was the job that Ali bin Abi Talib learned from him. How to call the people to worship Allah alone. How to call the people to worship Allah alone. Before the Hijrah, when we were talking about Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr went with the Prophet ﷺ, right? To, to Medina, yeah? Left Makkah, went to Medina. Abu Bakr and the Prophet ﷺ went together. Who stayed behind to sleep in the Prophet's bed? Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Who was that? Well, oh, okay. Behind Yusuf. Yeah, who was it? Ali radiallahu Was that dangerous? Do you think it was dangerous? It was dangerous, right? Because who, what, were the, what were the people in Mecca planning to do? What were they planning to do? Yeah? To kill Muhammad sallallahu They were planning to kill him. So if someone is planning to kill someone, and then someone says to you that will you, will you lie in their place, what would you say? No, right? You would be scared to you would be scared to lie in their place. Someone's gonna come say, look, someone's gonna come and kill me tonight. Will you just lie in my bed instead? Be like, no. <laughs> but Ali knew that this is for the Prophet, for the sake of Allah. He was so brave that he was willing to stay there. And when he came out in the morning, the people who had gone around the house of the Prophet, they were ready to kill him. They realized that it was Ali radiallahu an. And they asked Ali, where has the Prophet gone? And Ali said, I wasn't the one watching over him. You told him to leave and he left. And they beat Ali for that. And when he gave him that answer, they hit him. But Ali had a job. His job was, his job was to go and finish some things for the Prophet ﷺ. Whatever the Prophet ﷺ had left, you know, give this to someone, fix this, organize this for me before he left. And in three, after three days, he caught up or he went to catch up with the Prophet ﷺ on his journey. But he didn't, he didn't reach. The Prophet went with Abu Bakr, right? Ali went after him three days later. And he had to hide. He couldn't just go openly. He had to hide. He had to sneak. He had to walk. And they said that he traveled day and night until his feet were swollen and the skin of his feet was broken. He didn't have any camel to ride at that time. He walked at night and he didn't have anyone to join him on his hijrah. Can you imagine that? Do you know how far it is from Mecca to Medina, roughly? Do you know how far it is? 
I know how far it is in kilometers. I'm not sure. I'm not great with miles, but roughly. How far is it, Muhammad? You, you know better than me. No, kilometers, it's about 400 and something odd kilometers. Yeah. But uh, let's have a quick check how many miles that is. About 250 miles. Can you imagine walking 250 miles on your feet? And imagine it was hot, very hot, and it's desert, right? So if you walk in the day, what will happen? You'll die from the heat, right? And if you walk at night, what are you worried about? What's around at night? What do you think? Scared. You're scared. There's all kinds. Of, it's not a safe road. You're not walking with street lamps, yeah? It's, there's not lamps on both sides and nice people and nice shops along the way you can stop by. It's scary. There's, there's, no, there's robbers. There are, uh, there are uh, animals. There are insects. There are all kinds of things that bite you and sting you. And there are all kinds of different things on the road. So Ali radiallahu anhu, when he made hijrah, he couldn't walk in the daytime because it was too hot. He had to go at night and hide. And he didn't have anyone on his hijrah with him. He went by himself. And when he reached Medina, his feet were so, they said that his feet were so swollen and that they were, all of the skin had broken on his feet. He had walked all the way himself. Radiallahu anhu. Very good. I think that is a good place for us to stop. Because this is our first time that we had a lot of people in the class. And the story of Ali bin Abi Talib might be a bit long. So I don't want to get I don't want you guys to get bored. I want you guys to stay, you know, you know, enjoy the class and for it to just be a certain length. How long did we record for now? Fifty. Yeah, 15 minutes is enough. 45 minutes, 15 minutes is enough for the class, inshallah. Okay, before we finish up, who has any questions? I want to hear some nice questions. Not necessarily about Ali, as you like, about whatever you like, inshallah. How did she walk at night? How did he? How did he? he? How did he walk at night? It's a very good question. Very good question. Wallah is an excellent question. You can't imagine how somebody can live like that, right? Just walking 250 miles, like on their bare feet, without, uh, you know, like without anybody to take you, without any company, without just like that. The only thing you can say is that Ali was very, very strong and very brave, and that Allah helped him because his intention was sincere, right? He, he was sincere in his intention. Good. Very good question. Yes, what's your question? Ali's first name was Ali, but his name before, when he was born, was Haydara. When he was when he was born, and it means lion. And he, when he was when he was born, that was the name his mom gave him, and his dad changed it to Ali. The word Ali, it's to do with being high, right? Having a high place, Ali Yun. Being having a high place. How old? That's the question. Go and answer the question then. How old was Ali when he made hijrah? Roughly. 
We said that when the Prophet ﷺ preached Islam, he was how, how old? Ten roughly, yeah? How long was the Prophet ﷺ in Makkah for? How long was the Prophet ﷺ in Makkah before he went to Medina? Add one. Add one. Add one. 13 years. So Ali would have been around about how old? 23. About that. About that. When he made hijrah. About 23 years old when he made hijrah. By himself. Very brave and very strong. Okay, who else had a question at the back? Yes. Uh, remind me your name. I know your name, but I forgot. Abdurrahman. Abdurrahman. We're going to talk about how Ali died radiallahu anhu because it's a big story. Because if you remember where we left off last week, we left off that Uthman was killed, right? The people broke into his house and they killed him. So now Ali is going to have a very difficult time, right? Because he now has all these people who've broken and killed Uthman and what's he going to do? We hear about that, inshallah, next week if we, we manage to finish it by next week. Uh, yes, Yusuf, what's your question? Fatima, she died radiallahu anha after the Prophet by a short, very short time. We talk about her biography, we get to her biography. Now she died, she died a natural, she died a natural death radiallahu anha. I don't remember that she died from something, do you remember she died from something specific? She died a natural death. But I don't remember like it was a particular sickness or anything. The Prophet told her that she would die soon after him. Because when she came to him, he told her something to make her cry and something to make her laugh. She cried and she laughed. When he was dying, she came to him and he whispered something to her and she cried and she laughed. What made her cry is that he was going to die. And what made her laugh is that very soon she was going to join him. What was your question? Behind you, Sophia. Remind me your name. Sam. Sam. Go for it. Very good question. You know, how you see in the night, Allah gave you something. Allah said, Allah made the stars for you as a way to guide your way in the darkness of the night. So it's difficult because when we live in the city, the city has bright lights and you don't really see. But if you ever go out to the countryside when it's really dark, you can see the moon and you can see the stars. And the stars show you which way, which way to go. It's something I don't really know much about. I'm not very good at it, but it's really interesting that you can actually know which way to go by following the stars. The stars, Allah put them there to show you which way to go. You had another question, Sam. Um, and if his like, feet were all, like his skin was like ripped off, how can he walk through? Yeah, it would have hurt him so much, right? It would have hurt him so much. But that shows you if you have in your heart bravery and you really want to do something for Allah, you can do amazing things. That's why you hear, like for example, in the story of, let's just say for example, in the story of Mus'ab ibn Umair, when he died in the battlefield and they cut off one of his hands and he didn't stop. He took the flag with his other hand and then they cut off his other hand and then he took the flag with his two arms like that. He didn't let it go. Can you imagine if somebody even cut your fingernail, you would cry. And how about if somebody cut your hand off and you don't stop? That's how the Sahaba used to be because that's how much they wanted to do things for Allah and how much their heart was connected to Allah that they even when 
it was really hard for them, they kept on, they kept on going. Any last, last, last questions? I'm gonna take just, I'm gonna take, because I heard from some of you already, so I'm just gonna take a last, last question. Go on. Ooh, how is the Dajjal? We have to do, you know what it is? It's a really good question. I think that we have to do a whole topic on the Dajjal, a whole kids class, on the Dajjal and on the last, the signs of the Day of Judgment. We have to do like a whole series on it. Maybe, maybe we can do that soon. When we finish the Sahaba, maybe we can talk about the, the Day of Judgment and we can talk about the signs of the Day of Judgment, okay? We talk about the Dajjal. Zach, you had a quick question? How do you know which way to play? How do you, at night time or in the daytime? Night. At night time, how do you know which way to play? Pray, which way to pray? Which, I'll start again. At night time, how do you know which way to pray? You can use the stars if you know how to do it. You can use the stars, the place, the position of the stars to find out where is north and where is east and where is south and where is west. So for example, if you're going from Mecca to Medina, you're going north, right? So you need to face which way in your prayer? South, right? You have to turn around, face the, other, face the way you came. So one way is that if you know where you came from, you can turn around and face the way you came. But if you don't know where you came from, then you have to use the stars to find out where is north and where is south. In our, here where we are in Gateshead, I know people watching at home might not be in Gateshead, but where we are in Gateshead, and in the UK, do you know which direction you face to pray? Northeast, southwest, southeast, northeast, southwest, northwest. Ooh, who knows? Go on. Southeast. Southeast, very good. It's actually 120 degrees, roughly, 118, 120 degrees, and southeast. Very good. That's useful because if you, don't, if you ever get stuck in the dark and you're by yourself and you want to know which way to pray, if you can find north, what would you do? Find north, turn a quarter turn, you'll be facing what? East. Then turn a little bit more, a little bit more, and then you'll be facing the Kaaba in Mecca. So if you face north, turn a quarter turn and a little bit more, that's for the UK. Very good. Okay, guys, I think, very quickly, go on. I know, we've got other questions. Go on. Yeah, go on. For, like, how does he do his? Like his, his, his wudu, huh? His wudu. Okay. If you don't have water for wudu, sometimes you carry water with you. Sometimes you can find water on the road. You can find certain places where there is water. But if you don't find water and you don't have any with you, you're going to make tayammum. That means you're going to use the sand. You're going to use the sand and you're going to strike the sand down and then you're going to wipe over your face and over your hands like that. That's called tayammum. Does that make sense? You understood what I meant? You don't have any water. You're going to tap your palms in the sand. Wipe over your face and wipe over your two hands. I'm going to draw a line on the questions. Otherwise, I think we won't stop. We'll have just quickly on Telegram. They didn't ask. Okay, if they didn't ask, you can take their questions. Go on. Um, so, um, um, there's no water in the desert. True, but there are sometimes places, like there could be wells. 
Like sometimes from place to place you might find a town that has a well, right? Like you might find a village or you might find some people who have water, yeah? And sometimes you have like, um, I don't know what they call it, like the places where they give the animals water and things like that. So yeah, there, there's usually no water in the desert, but sometimes you can find water as you're going along the way, yeah? Sometimes you can refill, yeah. Same way, same way, if, as instead of sand, if you don't have, if you have soil, same way. Strike your hands down, wipe over your face, wipe over your right hand and your left hand. Yeah, even if it's a little bit wet, it's okay. It's going to just make you a little bit muddy, but it's okay. If you don't have water, that's what you have to do. Okay, guys, I think we're going to, inshallah, stop there, because we've been going for a long time. Generally, we try and keep the class to less than an hour. So that's what Allah made easy for me to mention. And Allah knows best. For those watching at home, I hope that the Telegram group was useful for you. We're not going to keep that group going. So the, 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 the one that is on the screen, that will be kept. That will be kept. But we don't want discussion to be going on all, all day and all night. Just at the class time, we'll open the discussion and then we'll close the discussion after the class is finished, inshallah. So that way we know the conversation is not going all the time. But... On the Muhammad Tim official, the Telegram, official Telegram, we will update you as to class times and we'll also post the link for classes and Jumu'ah and things like that as well, inshallah. So it's a good way to stay in touch. That's what Allah made easy for me to mention. Allah knows best. Wassalatu wassalam ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.